Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. I'm Joseph. I'm David. <laughs> and we had climbed on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vocally there. Um, yeah, I'd, I would say we do the, the more exciting stuff before we do the uh, bummer stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, you want to tell everybody what we're talking about? Of course, I think everybody already knows, but we'll just say it anyways. Yeah, it got published everywhere that someone that's worked on all of the Disney, Lucasfilm, Star Wars films, dropped an inside tip that Benning Off and Weiss's first film will start shooting this fall. It'll take place hundreds of years before the Skywalker saga, and it will be Old Republic. Yeah! Everybody's really excited. I mean, everybody already figured, you know what I mean? Like, that was going to be the thing. So, but this, right. is, but this isn't an official like Star Wars press release. You know what I mean? Like this is just somebody who said something, who's been pretty reliable in the past, who told somebody else, and then it just took off. Yeah. Um, but it's still it's still exciting regardless. I mean, um, I don't know. It's it's tight because everybody's been looking forward to something Old Republic. It's what we all kind of assumed was going to happen anyway with the Benioff and Weiss stuff. Um, so the fact that we got some sort of a confirmation on it is very exciting in my opinion. What do you think, David? Yeah, it's kind of what we assumed. Um, we were just so preoccupied with celebration and episode nine that I don't think none of us predicted or thought that Benioff and Weiss's trilogy or series of films would start shooting this soon. But, uh, it's going to be shooting as soon as we get the Mandalorian, so we'll still be talking about something else other than what <laughs> Benny Alpha wants to do. And then they got Game of Thrones premiering while we're at Celebration. Yeah. And a lot of people are thinking that they're going to be nowhere to be found at Celebration, so we're not going to get any type of panel or appearance or mm. anything like that. See, because I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if like Kathleen Kennedy came out and said, you know, we're having a Lucasfilm panel, like, her, right, her talking to everybody. Can you imagine how busy that panel would be? Because everybody would be there just to hear what she's going to say, and that would probably be when she says, "All right, here's the lineup." You know what I mean? And this is when we're going to go into production. Um, but I'm, I'm still like wondering if them filming this fall is too soon. You know what I mean? Like that's that's really soon for them to be discussing something like this. Well, I don't think so because we're not going to get a film anytime soon after episode nine concludes so yeah if they shoot now they got about two years right until they release it so they're looking at a 2021 release yeah and i would i would really like if the studio let them have their time to 
flesh out the story and make it a great series of films instead of just kind of doing what they did in 2015, just try to rush it out as soon as they could. Mm -hmm. Do you think this is going to be something special? I think it has all the potential. It has all the makings of being something really, really awesome. And just watching what they just created, Game of Thrones, I mean, that's... That, yeah, that's a TV show that's going down in history is one of the greatest ever. Well, and, and when uh, you... story, story, as far as story goes, that's I think what we want in the Star Wars universe is those types of interweaving storylines. Yeah, well, and they can do just about anything. There's already a lot of extended universe stuff that they could pick from. Um, just from the video games alone, uh, they could go you know, do some Darth Revan stuff. Like, just, they could do some of the craziest stuff possible. They could even go back to the, like, original, original Sith, the Sith race, as opposed to the Sith, um, in terms of the organization. Um, because that's that's a thing in the EU, is they, they were an alien race that was based on conquest and victory and backstabbing and things like that. So, I mean, we've seen Game of Thrones, Benioff and Weiss are excellent at backstabbing storylines <laughs> and things like that. Um, so it'd be really, really cool just to see what they could do with um, with the Sith race and, and and the political intrigue and things like that. So I'm just about news. it. Breaking news, guys. Okay, what is there's going to be There's going to be a panel with Jon Favreau. I just saw it pop up on Twitter. Well, yes! Awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's great. That's what we were all. Wait- what day? Do they know what day? Uh, yeah, I think it posted. I just didn't get to read it because it was like really fast. We're all like frantically like, look it up, look it up, hurry! hurry, hurry. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Learn about the perilous world of the Mandalorian with John Favreau and Dave Filoni. It's a Mandalorian panel, oh. and a special panel discussion on Sunday, April fourteenth. So there's the big one on Sunday. Wow. Favreau, Favreau and Filoni. Holy, that's gonna be holy amazing. Jesus. That's gonna be amazing. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be great. Yeah. So hopefully, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, one of the things I was gonna ask is me being a Star Wars fan. I actually never kept up with the Old Republic. I never really knew about. I mean, I knew of it, but I just never really like dove into it. For those mm-hmm. of us who don't know anything about it. Are we going to have to like start picking up all these books, start looking at all these old video games? Are we going to have to... And, and how much of that stuff is going to remain legend and how much of that is going to become canon now? I think that's a really good question. Um, I also... The furthest in the older public I got was like some of the younger Kia D. Mundi stuff. Like, you know, pre-episode one mm-hmm. stuff where... Uh, because the old old republic didn't have enough connectivity for me, uh, there wasn't there wasn't a clear path to your Yodas, your Luke Skywalkers, your Obi Wan Kenobi. So I, it didn't interest me as much um, as some of the Clone Wars era stuff or pre Clone Wars era stuff. Um, there was a comic book series called I think it was just called Old Republic, where it was an ancient. Uh, it wound up being an ancient relative of Anakin Skywalker. And so that one was sort of interesting because he would have force visions of the super future way in, in mm-hmm. he would see what his bloodline would wind up doing. Um, but again, 
a lot of the time, the Old Republic stuff, there just wasn't enough connectivity there. And uh, I think I said it on the podcast last week, my, my parents like to not spend a lot of money, so I didn't have a PlayStation when I was growing <laughs> up, so I never got to play the original uh, KOTAR games and, and mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, you know, Darth Revan is a cool-looking character. His backstory is really cool. Um, but I, I don't know as much about it as... as I, as I would like to, you know what I mean? I think, um, I think the key for this would be for them to have that connectivity from Old Republic to the to your you know nine movies now. Right. Because if they just do an offshoot Star Wars movie, yeah, I'm for it. But at the same time, I, I like to be kind of grounded and knowing like where the story is leading to. I mean, I, mean mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that weird of me to think? Or, David, would you prefer just like brand new nothing to do with the you know one through nine and just a a whole other story on its own like how do you feel about that well here's the interesting thing the report was hundreds of years before the skywalkers Mm -hmm. old republic storylines usually take place thousands of years okay so if we're talking hundreds of years yoda's gonna be involved most likely Ooh, i hadn't even thought about that i mean I, i okay I'm down. Yoda slash Maz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. I didn't even think about that. But then, okay, so here's here's another thing. If they do 100 years, then maybe it's not Old Republic? Well, he said hundreds of years, plural. So, yeah, technically anything that happens before the Clone Wars is Old Republic. So, yeah, think back to the Phantom Menace. That was the Republic, and that was only what? Just yeah. decades before mm-hmm. the original trilogy. So Yeah, the, the Old Republic goes from thousands of years before the episodes of 4, 5, and 6 all the way up to episode 3 when the Galactic Empire is established. Oh, okay, so they, and then, they can get away with calling it the Old Republic then. Right, and then when, when they dethrone Palpatine, that's when the New Republic begins. Mm. So it's, it's, yeah, the Old Republic is millennials, millenniums old. Alrighty then. All right, I was just curious because I I don't want to be left behind with these uh, with this new storyline. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want to be. Yeah. Like, uh, what's going? on? <laughs> so, me. What do you think about David? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're gonna tackle something that we've already seen because there's too much time in the timeline for them to not tackle a new storyline because you see fan renderings of Keanu Reeves as Revan. And we have the Knights of the Old Republic video game, which is a great video game. Aside from being a Star Wars game, it's a great video game by itself in that category. That storyline is is one of the best storylines in Star Wars, which I would would love to see that. But I don't think they're going to go that route. I think they're going to come up with something. They're going to use the Old Republic designs and... The fact that there's Jedi and Sith running around, that's just not the rule of two. There's just not two Sith. So we might get to see a big kind of epic scale Lord of the Rings type battle between Sith and Jedi. That'd be pretty awesome, actually. And then, I mean, why would you get the Game of Thrones guys not to do something like that? I mean, they've proven that they can do it. So, yeah, it's. I think that's what everyone is anticipating. It's just something and, huge, and you know, like and yeah, like you said, you know, Kenan, she wouldn't have picked them just be like, "Hey, these are some pretty cool names I have now in my Lucasfilm," you know, yeah, corner. No, she would pick. She picked them because she knew what they could do, 
and they must have had a good story for her to be like, yeah, that's a trilogy right there. Boom. No, mm-hmm. no movies, no Disney Plus. This is um, these are movie movies we're gonna release in theaters. Um, I'm, right. I'm just anxious to hear like what they had in mind. And man, I wish they would be at Celebration. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, Benioff and Weiss are gonna do established canon stuff, and then Ryan Johnson's tri- trilogy is like all new stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, they, they got both of the markets cornered there. Yeah. And apparently, uh, I uh, Ryan Johnson tweeted a picture of his cousin um, working already on Knives Out. Like, he's already working on the music and everything for that movie. So either they just have the logo up and he took a picture of him at his computer, or they are already, like, kind of almost, like, finishing this movie, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It, but it, Knives Out looked like one of those projects for Ryan Johnson to go back to his, his awesome roots of, you know, the independent short, I mean, not short film, independent, you know, low-budget film, and and those don't take that long. So it looks like he's almost wrapping up with that movie. So you think maybe at Celebration we'll hear something about Ryan Johnson's trilogy? It'd be awesome. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. We'll see, though. But speaking of Celebration, um, so we got some bummer news. Uh, it just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> The more messages I see and the more messages you send me, David, about what they're doing at Celebration. So in case you don't know, they're not going to allow people to spend the night in the Celebration like arena, if you may, like they have been doing for the past couple of years. Um, they're going to do a lottery system. Is that correct? Yeah. And see, there aren't any fine details on that because are they going to do a lottery system and then have a queue for us to get into for people who didn't win the lottery for the rest of the tickets? Mm -hmm. Or is it just all lottery winners and then they line up? So that's kind of unclear. And I've heard they've they've done this. They did this at the New York Comic Con and it worked smoothly, right? They didn't have Right. Mm -hmm. And I've heard reports that the people at New York Comic Con that won, they got to take in three people with them. So it was almost like four people won the lottery. That's not bad. Okay. But that's not So if one of us one of us four wins, we're we're good. We're in. <laughs> Unless James doesn't pick me. No, yeah, yeah. I'll pick some random person <laughs> to meet there. Uh, no, no. But it just seems kind of crazy because the fun of, you know, going to celebration as weird as it sounds, was waiting in that line, you know, was kind of experiencing all these people in one area for one purpose, mm-hmm. which was to just love Star Wars. And they're going to kind of take that away from us with, with doing it this way. And I don't know if I like that or not. I mean, how do you, I mean, Joseph, this is your first, first time going. Yeah. I'm not going to know it any different. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to see like, how do you, how would you feel about like, I mean, how do you feel about them doing a lottery instead of just waiting in line? Um, I mean, I, think i don't know it's it's rough because i i was prepared to wait in line you know what i mean i've been hearing you guys talk about it for you know a year now basically <laughs> uh, um and you know i i even i had i have it right here next to me i bought one of those inflatable uh, hey, there you go. <laughs> uh mattresses uh not mattresses the it's like a hammock kind of thing i bought it for that purpose in in particular because i was like i'm gonna be waiting in line all night i might as well get comfy um but yeah i i now that i don't have to wait in line all night i'm like well i wasted 
30 bucks on this thing or whatever. But, you know, where, uh, where we're staying, we might need those to sleep on. You know what I mean? Right. So it kind of all did work yeah. out. You know? Yeah, they'll all balance out in the end. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just the experience and the buzz behind it and and getting to know your fellow Star Wars freaks, you know, like we are, uh, <laughs> was something I was genuinely looking forward to. Um, and the fact that I may not get into every panel that I want to get into is really disheartening and kind of heartbreaking at the end of the day very very depressing to think about like we're gonna get there and then they're gonna be like you're only gonna be able to go into this panel when in fact we were all prepared to sleep overnight like every night on the floor (laughs) to go to the you know all of these panels because they all they're all gonna be amazing i want to go to every single one of these things right and now it's like we're not gonna be able to go to they're gonna stream it yes but then it's like we might we might as well just stayed home if you know (laughs) They're just going to right. watching it on our phones or something. Well, and like the, the two things I was really looking forward to were panels and booths. And so, I mean, I guess I'll have more time to go to booths, but yeah, more time to go to those <laughs> booths. And then also uh, we're that podcast meeting up on Saturday night. That's right. going to be fun. But, um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm kind of depressed. But it's also, it's also good. Cause now you can go to those late night activities and not worry about missing the panel because you still, you have like a, one in i don't know the odds but you know you've got a one in whatever amount of people chance to get into that panel you know what i mean what were the odds again david i know you were like i got the math here and you you told us (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um orlando celebration there was about seventy thousand attendees and it's crazy that room where they had the last jedi panel was a very small room i don't think more than a thousand, if even that, mm-hmm. were in that room. So you think about the Wind Trust Arena at McCormick Place. They're going to slice it in half, put the stage in the middle. It's like a basketball arena. Yeah. And put a curtain and split it in half, and then we'll occupy one of the halves. And that's about 10,000 seats. So the attendance is about thirty to 35000 for this celebration. So it's cut in half compared to Orlando, allegedly. That, that's I don't know for sure, but that's the report I've been hearing. So you figure, I mean, we have a pretty good chance. Of, I mean, 10,000 seats, 30,000 people. Yeah, so, like a one in three shot. Right. And we're four people, and if it's someone wins, they get to bring in four people, hopefully – we have a pretty good chance of being there. Yeah. I don't like it, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's kind of nerve-wracking. Are, are they going to have... Because I remember Never I, tell me the odds, guys. Never tell me the odds. Look at that. Because <laughs> I, I remember at uh, Florida, they had the Galaxy stage, and then they had the Celebration stage. And if I'm not mistaken, the Celebration stage was like the main stage, and then the Galaxy was the one where people Overflow. were into, and they had the, uh, the screens there so you can watch it, but not being right. in there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, which, I'm not going to lie, that'd be really disappointing. <laughs> yes, to be that close in the next room and not be in the actual room. Yeah. That, that's why I spend the night, yeah, totally. But can you imagine those people who spent the night and they still had to go wait in the, <laughs> the other room, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I know people, I, I have friends on social media that say that they spent the night in line for the 40th and got cut off right at the end Ooh. where they said they could not enter. 
That's heartbreaking, man. I think from yeah. where I was, I was more toward the front. Like where we were, we were more toward the front of the line than you know the middle. So I, I, I don't know what I was freaking out about until like I saw <laughs> every. I was like, oh, bro, I don't know what I was like, man. We're not gonna get on the stage, you know. But but we got it. So <laughs> hopefully this year we can all we can go to all of these things. Like that's what I really. I just want to go to all these things and see everything live and not have to rely on streaming it on my phone or watching a screen. You know, that's just I don't know, man. I think if we don't get in, like, I will definitely make sure that I'm in, in a close proximity to the screen that's showing it. Just, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, it's literally the second best thing. You're still there with the fans. You're still getting the same information all those people in the room are getting. So you, you might as well, you know what I mean? Well, uh, I know that, um, whatchamacallit, the, the Star Wars <clears throat> show had their display there in the in the on the floor right and um they had the huge screen there that everybody was watching so if people who couldn't get in they all ran to the screen to watch it there underneath the huge tie fighter which was awesome full-size tie fighter in the lobby man it was it was beautiful that's pretty sick <laughs> yeah and speaking of the star wars show it looks like they just released a new episode for some reason on a thursday i guess they wanted to wait for this mandalorian panel announcement they, did they say yeah, that? it was supposed to come out yesterday. Did they say that it came out yesterday? No, it was supposed to come out yesterday. I just saw that it came out uh, right before we started recording. Actually, any big news drop besides the Mandalorian panel? That's uh, the big news. They do mention the ILM X Lab panel, and that's about it. And apparently, uh, Mark Hamill was on Jimmy Kimmel. And they yes. were talking about his beard, and he said they had to put another, they had to put a thicker beard on top of his for his other movie that he did. And that's all he <laughs> said, something to that effect, for my other one that I did, which everyone is like, oh my gosh, Luke's going to have his beard. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to have his whole beard yeah. there. And so that's that's exciting to think about, because we all thought he was going to be like a young Luke we were going to see, but it looks like we're going to have the old Luke. I don't know. but But, you know, Mark Hamill, he's just... He's he's crazy. He could say the weirdest stuff, and he's tricksy. Yeah, what a what a jerk, right? <laughs> it's um, like he goes out of his way to give out in, misinformation sometimes. <laughs> and uh, what perfectly else cast as a trickster. Yeah. Yes. Sure. <laughs> uh, so, what do we? Uh, anything else we should speak about today? Uh, the only other rumor that I heard was the one about uh, Lucasfilm Games becoming re becoming a company. Um, and Disney possibly pulling their uh, Star Wars contracts from EA because of all the disappointments uh, that they've had with them recently. But that's that's really funny because even Bob Iger was saying they were happy with uh, the like the contracts they had. You know what I mean? Like in that in that one right. shareholders and, call, and, he was saying he 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 was kind of just saying we're gonna let them do it. We're not gonna we're not gonna worry about that. Right. Well, and like I said, it's it's just a rumor. Um, I, I can't substantiate any of the sources from it yet, but the word is out there that Lucasfilm Games is going to be a thing again. How do you feel about that? Yeah, to uh, me, it's extremely surprising. Were you telling me? <laughs> go for it, David. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> to me, it was extremely surprising that Bob Iger didn't have a game division. I mean, he has Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars. Now he has Fox. It's right. Like, why not have a game division, too? I mean, that's games actually pull in more revenue than film does. So it's, it, it, it feels like a no brainer, but yeah, it's, well, I think it'll be very welcomed if LucasArts is 
resurrected, and maybe we get the thirteen thirteen game that we all that we fell thought in we were going to get. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, the other thing is like not just with Star Wars, but with you know your Marvel movies, your Pixar movies. You know, between sequels, you could make a game that connects those two those two movies together. You could make like a Guardians of the Galaxy one point five and and show what happened between. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You know what I mean? Um, there's, yeah, it's so lucrative. It, it's, it doesn't... You know, the the Spider-Man game that just came out on the PlayStation 2 is one of the biggest-selling games of all time, right behind like Red Dead Redemption. So why, why wouldn't they make games that connect your universe all together? Just does, it's just a no-brainer, in my opinion, you know? We'll see, though. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe at Lucasfilm they'll announce. And then it also, it's kind of weird because we're getting that Triple Force Friday. Say it. Triple Triple Force Friday. Friday. (laughs) And uh, they're going to be talking about the video games and all that. But that's the EA game that's coming out, right? Like, that's the... uh, Right. So what if at at Celebration they say, hey, we got our games back. We're going to be releasing a game a year. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be really great. People would be so excited about that. And we would buy all those games. Like I don't. A hundred percent. If they if they created a new uh, Rogue Squadron game, I'd buy it right now. <laughs> right now, Switch, PlayStation. I might if it's Xbox exclusive. I would think about buying an Xbox no, just to wouldn't. get that. No, game. you wouldn't. I would think about it. I would think about it. <laughs> I think about it. But anything else today? Anything else? Well, the other big news. I guess we haven't. <laughs> Joseph touched on it. It's it's Disney acquiring Fox. Oh yeah, and what that means on the Star Wars side of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it means Disney now owns all the OG Star Wars films. Yeah, they would now distribute if they wanted to, if they went against George Lucas's wishes and distributed the original theatrical versions. They could do it now. It's it's totally in their hands. That's insane. That's absolutely. And just the fact that Disney now owns that part of the market. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy to think about yeah. what's about to happen now in the, in the coming months, you know? So, it just freaks me out how much power Disney has right now. <laughs> yeah. It should. Yeah, it's about it should. 60% of the box office. That's disgusting. That shouldn't be allowed, and, but, you know, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, the simple fact that they acquired Fox Film, Fox Searchlight, they're basically going to double their revenue for 2019. <laughs> double it. Mm. They're already going to make tons of cash. That's Man. crazy. Man, that makes me... Did you read that article? They said the success of Captain Marvel is going to make uh, Episode Nine better. Like, it's it's good news for Episode Nine. I didn't read the whole article, but yeah, they're, they're saying that because Captain Marvel was so successful, Episode Nine is going to be successful, too. Awesome. Well, it's great news for the shareholders, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of shareholders, what was that thing they put out? D23 and shareholders get to watch... Um, Return of the Return Jedi. Of Jedi exclusively? Yeah, that was super strange. I don't get that, because all the celebrations in the past, they had screenings of films, like The Phantom Menace 3D, and they just said, come on in, and you can watch it. Now it looks like you have to buy tickets for screenings. I don't like it. Which is kind of odd, but... I I hope they don't um, 
do that. I hope they open up to everybody. I mean, I don't think we're going to go every night to watch these things, but um, <laughs> but I think they should open it up for people to go and watch. I know I wanted to go watch uh, The Force Awakens, but it was just it was too late. I was already really tired. <laughs> so yeah, and that's my key this time is to drink a lot of coffee and a lot of like Red Bull while I'm there. So that's right. I'm going to invest in some Red Bull stock before we go because yeah. I know I'm about to drink a ridiculous amount of it. It's going to be fun. Alrighty then. So is that it for the day, guys? You think? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. So uh, tune in uh, next uh, this coming Monday for our next episode. We'll talk about all things Star Wars again. And thank you for joining us this time. And may the forest be with you. Always. Pew pew pew. <laughs> 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 <laughs>